0: dede mahabakarasi dede mahabakaramanene dede masiti dede mahabakarra dede mahabaraka lele siti dede mama mama masin Raka lele mah dede mahakarasi dede mama mama pakarra ohle father come to you father thanking you for the opportunity to read your word thank you for the freedom to read your word father that Whatever message you have for us in this episode, in this recording, Father, for it to be of you and that you articulate and make it understandable for everyone who listens, watches, and witnesses this, Father. I thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For the Word, Father, that we open it up and that we have you. We have your Spirit, Holy Spirit, come into this message. And just redefine it, Father. Redefine it, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the opportunity to read your Word and to understand what it is you want us to know. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, thank you, Father. Amen and amen. Good day, everybody. Good day. Good day. Hope everyone's having a good day in Jesus by way of the Holy Spirit we we'll catch you in the morning when you're getting up stretching out having some cup of coffee having some breakfast doing whatever it is you do to wake up and get moving for the day full of agendas activities errands or work however it is and however we're catching you or halfway through your day when you're just getting through that midday and you're you've dealt with some stuff you've dealt with some challenges You've had some victories, you've won some battles, but overall getting through that midday madness. Or we'll catch you at the end of your day when you're relaxing, spending time with your family and loved ones, and just taking it easy. And just wanting something to read or to listen to, inspiring. However we'll catch you, whenever we're catching you, whenever we're catching you, you're now tuned into the blue book. Presented to you by Sea C- Rip Ministries, seeing C- restoration in progress. Hosted by your boy Blue, Pentecost because he paid it. Guys, guys, guys. We're amongst some of the most toughest times right now. Um, some people can say that it's set up. Some people say it's staged. Um, there's all kinds of different variations of explanations for what's going on right now in this month Um, thank god we have sports thank god we're able to get out a little bit and do our thing Um, but in the long run we still must be careful we still must practice uh, safety and, and assurance on the things that we do because Honestly, we're really, 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 really at any moment in time can fall off the edge. The evangelicals don't know what to do. Most of them are just trying to get people under some type of supremacy, which supremacy of any kind is no good and ungodly. You don't need to put a color or movement behind a supremacy. supremacy of any kind is no good. Jesus wasn't a supremacy. Jesus was a savior. God isn't a supremacy. God is love. The Holy Spirit isn't a supremacy. It is comfort and direction and understanding. There is a lot of differences in this. So when you're talking about a supremacy, you're talking about losing your ideals and losing your goals and everything because we just don't know what to do. And it's a very tough thing without God, without that comfort, without that assurance and hope. It is very difficult. So, before we get into all our message today, which I love speaking on what I'm speaking on today, we're gonna go into our pledge. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior from whom kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen and coming again of life liberty for all those who believe so we are going to be in the new testament today the new testament and man do we have some special 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 we are going to be talking out of the good word that i always have here open doesn't mean you can't have technology to get your word i choose to use the good word itself okay and we are going to be in the book of romans today okay the message is coming out of romans today and we're going to be in romans 14 17 through 19. romans 14 17 19 okay so that in brief is what Paul wrote in previous verses to Christians of strong faith who were tempted to flaunt their freedom in Christ in front of others okay so people people of strong faith used to flaunt it and and were tempted to flaunt it Because they had freedom. See, Jesus is freedom. Okay? Jesus is freedom. And when you experience the freedom in Jesus, it changes how you perceive things because you don't have religious guidelines and you don't have law guidelines. You obey the law, you, you repel religion, and you receive Jesus. So... When you are free, you're tempted to flaunt that freedom because, hey, I got nothing to worry about. I got Jesus in my life. He controls everything. What am I worried about? Okay? This refers to those who boldly eat meat, drink wine, or choose not to observe the Sabbath in the presence of those of weaker faith who feel convictions about those issues. Now, yes, times have changed and people have changed and we do things out of purpose 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 whether we do, we work and do things on, on sunday whether we uh whether we eat meat drink wine do anything we feel that maybe is against the will of god and those things are very 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 hard for some people who are religious to Understand, because you're 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 godly in your religion. Come on now, okay? But see, they considered weaker if you don't partake in meat, partake in the Sabbath, partake in drinking wine. That that's a weakness. Well, it can, it can, it, it really it's 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 an individual choice. When you choose not to eat meat when you choose not to drink wine when you have the choice or not choice of observing sunday as sabbath some things are choices not just religious reasons choices okay we all have a choice such weak in faith which is in romans 14 1 through 2 believers could be harmed by their example you can literally harm yourself by doing that because one it can be passed off as judgment and two it can be passed off as being critical or religious three things they are not good to be jumped by tempting them to violate their conscience such actions become a stumbling block to brothers and sisters in Christ that's in Romans 14 3 13 through 15 so what you are talking about is that if you choose not to you have the freedom you choose not to to observe that you eat meat you drink wine you don't pay that's a choice you you as a believer, and this is something that going on for a long time, and people have had ups and downs and debates about this all the time, okay? The Holy Spirit is very vital in this because when I was coming up in the ministry, a lot of the times, a lot of the times, my grandmother or the the, the pastors would say, Don't do this because you don't know who's the weak link. You don't know which one's recovering, which one's doing this, so don't do it. Just don't do it okay this is where the Holy Spirit is so vital in discernment you should know as a believer what's right and wrong this is what they call a conscience or conviction or the Holy Spirit all in one this is what that matters if you're tuned into the Holy Spirit you have discernment upon situational decisions because you will know I'm not going to do something that's going to hurt my brother. It's a choice, but also it's a conscience or the Holy Spirit telling you, well, you know, you may not want to do this right now. Be a help, not a hinder. Okay? And that's what Romans 14, 13 through 15 is talking about, is that particular thing. Okay? So, we go further into this. Paul reminds the Christian believer that they didn't come to faith in Christ just to eat meat and drink wine. Those freedoms from the restrictions of the law are real and meaningful, but they are not the the point of the free of the kingdom of God. Okay? So just because you choose or you can doesn't mean it changes your freedom in God and the kingdom of God. There's a personal choices. Okay? But you have to have the sermon. Okay. So, there there are other benefits. We receive God's declaration that we are righteous in his eyes because of our faith in Christ. There you go. We're righteous in his eyes because the closer and the more faith you have in Jesus, the more favor, the benefit of declaration of righteousness is in your court because you're letting Jesus and the Holy Spirit pretty much run things. Okay. We experience both peace and joy because of God's Holy Spirit with us, the most powerful thing in the universe. The Holy Spirit. We experience both peace and joy. He is the comforter of our faith. When we need comfort, the Holy Spirit is the number 1 thing you go to, not substance not acceptance from anyone. The Holy Spirit. Yes, it's nice to have acceptance and 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 so forth from people. And sometimes we turn to substances to uh, to help us get through certain situations um, as a comfort or as a uh, as yeah as a more as a comfort or a di- or a, or a, or a diversion. But the Holy Spirit is to be that. Is to be your. Comfort in any stressful situation. That's what glossolalia is so important. You speak to God through your heavenly language The devil can't hear what you're saying. The demons can't understand you. They get mad But it helps you because God knows what's coming from your heart. It's all the Holy Spirit gifts, okay? Pretty simple on that one okay in other words our place with God is secure and the, That brings real emotional stability and confidence so when you are with God and you're secure in your faith, that brings real emotional stability and confidence in what you're doing. Stability, you're stable. Confidence, you can you have a confidence to do the things because you know you have God in your you have Jesus in your heart, God in your life, Holy Spirit help, helping you. Okay. Compared to those benefits, the freedom to eat meat and drink wine on this side of eternity are clearly not worth what they might cost those of weaker faith so this is all again the sermon you knowing if me being the believer pentecostal believer that i am i believe 100 believe 100 percent in the holy spirit power i love jesus have god in my life pretty simple i have discernment i will i know through the holy spirit and through my belief system that if i feel that jesus and the holy spirit is telling me this isn't right I have a feeling in me. I have a a weight on my spirit, a pressure of of discomfort. And you'll feel that when you have the Holy Spirit. It'll be uh, uh, something that's recognizable. It's not something that you're not going to realize. You're going to recognize it. You're going to know it's on you. But it's up to you to react to it in a godly way and turn away from hurting those around you. You can do what you want in comfort of your own home. You can do what you want wherever you want to do it. You're a human being. You have freedom. You can do it. Okay? But when you step into the purpose and the promise, your purpose to promise, and the Holy Spirit runs your life, and you know discernment, it isn't going to hurt you not to do it. It's going to help others, and you're going to feel an accomplishment for helping others because you cannot have to have that wine. You don't have to have that meat. You don't have to have it in that moment. It's discernment. It's consciousness. It's knowing, picking your cho- your choices correctly according to God. It's not lack of freedom. It's caring about others before yourself and your own personal needs. You don't have to have that. It's not going to be something you have to live with the rest of your life because you're not that way. It's that moment. Okay? Ex- exercising those freedoms is a callous way... Exercising those feelings in a callous way isn't justifying compared to the risk of causing a weaker, weak believer to to violate his conscience. So again, let's read this again. Exercising those freedoms in a callous way. Know what callous means? Callous means not right. Means you're upset. Means you do not agree. You're doing it in haste, not in love. Callous is a negative negative reaction to something that you don't agree with you understand what I'm saying so when you exercise the freedoms those freedoms in a callous way which means I'm going to do it regardless I don't care what's going on with you I don't care how you feel I don't care what you're struggling I'm going to do it anyway that's a rebellious callous way isn't justified compared to the risk that's causing To those believers to violate their conscience. So it is not worth the risk for you to be a rebel. You do callous decisions according to your personal ideology to hurt your fellow believer. To hurt someone who's near you. Okay? now does this happen to everybody no you have to be tuned in and understand this and sometimes a conscience can be without a believer of somebody who doesn't believe in god can still have a conscience god can still talk to him and if you're a good person you know that could operate that way i mean it's possible but when you're in the lord and you still do it you gotta really think about that that's a callous decision and it's not worth sacrificing someone's belief system over it you understand what i'm saying paul is asking a challenging question to those who insist on underfoot, other feathering expressions of their Christian liberty. Basically, because you're a believer, you are you're undefying it. You think that what you're doing is the right thing to do, regardless of what it, who it hurts, because it's your decision. Hey, it's your choice. You do what you want to do. Is that really the answer? Is that really the answer you're going to give somebody? Oh, what's well, your choice? You know, you know, it's freedom of decision. If it involves you in any way, shape, or form, how is that the right way? Are you doing what Christ would have done? God or Christ Himself would always think of somebody else before Himself because He know God got Him. So He would think of somebody else. He would help somebody else, even if it cost Him something. It's going to still help somebody else because that is the godly loving way to do something okay so why did it come to cry why did you come to christ in the first place why did you choose jesus for the food and drink or of the real benefits of, pra- of participating in the kingdom okay did you come to jesus for the benefits or the salvation well you know god this You have to understand that the Christian walk is one of the hardest walks you'll ever do in your life because it's a gamble of eternity, whether you believe him now or choose not to believe him and find out what happens at the end. And there are several people who I am very sure of who wish they would have tapped into God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit before their lights were out. Because now they know. They know exactly what happens afterwards. And there's, there's no coming back from it. There's no return. Once you're done, you're done. And it hurts people. If you have Jesus in your life, it makes the passing on to the supernatural or the other dimension of life makes it easier for people to 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 find comfort in because they know for sure you love Jesus, you're with him. Those who have rough tough lives, we don't know we don't know in the last minutes what's going on. We don't know if they're calling out to Jesus. We have no idea. Regardless of how they ended their lives, we don't know. That's only between them and God. And we will only hope that whoever, whatever, whenever, however, they talk, they spoke to God. And they spoke to him about what's going on. Okay? So, we're going to go into our, our scriptures. Romans 14, 17 through 19 okay i use the amplify whatever version you use better helps you i'm 100 percent behind let's dig in okay so romans 14 17 through 19 after all the kingdom of god is not a matter of getting the food and drink one likes it's not about whether or not you like it or not but instead, it is the righteousness, the state of which what makes a person acceptable to God and heart, peace, joy, and the Holy Spirit. So it's not about what you like to taste of what's going on. It's the righteousness of God. So what he's what he's saying is the food of the spirit is the word. Okay, this is the food of the spirit. Okay, can't overeat it because you get gluttony and you get all kinds of out of whack. This is the word, the food of God. The Holy Spirit is the drink of God. It's what you're drinking, metaphorically speaking. So when you're reading the word, you're going to find things in the word that you're not going to like. You're going to find things that really convict you. But that's conviction reverts to repentance. That's what conviction is about. Conviction helps you see the faults and restoration can begin when you realize your convictions you get repentance by asking god to forgive you having jesus in your heart having the holy spirit consume you and then restoration begins most people whether you live high on the hill or low in the gutter most people has have different types of tribulations, different types, whether you may have been raised in a religious home, you may have been raised in a really foul home, you may have been raised in a regular home. There are convictions in every dimension of life struggle, okay? People think, well, if you have money and you're living high on the hill, you don't have struggle. There are different struggles to different people you can't you can't relate to that struggle because you don't live up there like they can't relate to our struggle down here because they don't live down here to Jesus it's all the same the only difference in Jesus is that of religion because religion says they know God and Jesus himself put that to test and most of them didn't get it okay so bottom line is is that everyone has a different struggle whether it's a struggle of money whether it's too much or not enough family all in or all out friends backstabbing or there for you um, jobs whether or not you go through a lot of them or you have only a couple um, whether you don't get paid enough whether you have health issues um, the list goes on and you have all the little demons which are depression anxiety stress uh, fatigue uh, addiction in uh, and, and, and several others many more others a little demons that get in, get in your life you think that people who have money don't suffer with all kinds of different mental issues like like some of the people like a lot of people in the in the bo- bottom of life of course of course there is no judgment in that because we all go through a different level of our own hell our own convictions but if you're open enough whether you're up here or down here, you're going to taste something you don't like. And unlike food you eat to help your belly, you don't like something, you're not going to eat it. This here, there's no way around it. It's Jesus or the Holy Spirit that comes into this word, and it's His job to comfort you, but yet convict you in a loving way that it gets you to convert, repent, and restore that's the difference that is the biggest difference in 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 the in the belief in jesus is that although he he may give you something that you're not going to like and taste it's your job as a believer to swallow that 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 conviction understand that it was a sin repent that you sinned that way and get that start getting the restoration from it you understand what I'm saying so it all boils down to you getting the taste so after all the kingdom of God is not a matter of getting the food and ones that you like but instead it is the righteousness righteousness that state which makes a person acceptable to God The heart of peace and joy of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Furthermore, he who serves Christ in this way is acceptable and pleasing to God and and is approved by men. Are we approved by men if we serve in God? Let's read it again. He who serves Christ in this way is acceptable and pleasing to God and approved by men. Okay, furthermore, so let us that definitely aim for and eagerly pursue what makes for harmony and for mutual upbuilding, edification, and development of one another. Are we acceptable to man if we are acceptable and pleasing to God? No, we're not acceptable to man, we're approved by man because people have to respect the dedication in which you are it's not about loving Jesus in their way it's about this man is dedicated this man is on it he believes in his beliefs he's a good person he takes his convictions he repents for his convictions and he restores himself I see it I believe it I respect it there are people who know my grandmother's story and where she was and where she she, what what she ended up up becoming and seeing dramatic change in her life because of accepting jesus in her heart that's not acceptable to man it's approved because you hit you you cannot sit here and deny the fact that she changed it and there are many people who have had that same radical change in their lives from being a from being a hopeless sinner to being an approved discipled believer that you're like wow that's a big change that's approval they approve of it yeah man that is some stuff i gotta respect that is it acceptable? No, because they're not going to accept the fact that you did it. Because that's accepting the fact that Jesus did it, and some people don't expect, don't 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 respect that, or don't approve of that, or accept it. Yeah, approval is hey, if it is what it is, love it, be it. People respect it. Okay, so in this. All this is saying is take what you need from the word, whether you like it or not, apply it, whether it tastes good or not to you, and, and bring it to your life. And it's acceptable and pleasing to God and approved by man because a man will respect the move you made. Okay. There are things that I don't, I don't accept because I'm not going to accept nonsense. But if you're a dedicated person to what you do, I gotta respect it because that takes a special person to be able to respect, uh, to be able to do what you do in the way you do it. Okay, people are like, well, that's not right because you should only. Have only be for God. Well, I I really respect you if you are dedicated. You live your life accordingly. You do good by people, and you you make you make it right. I got you. I respect that. I approve of that. It's all right. You think like, well? You should be leading people to the Lord. Okay, but there's a loving way of Jesus doing this. And that's the part people have a hard time swallowing is doing things without your gain. To live is Christ, to die is gain. If you continually live your life with with with, the, with, with only the acceptance of approval, appreciation, and, and gratitude, you are going to be one lost puppy because today's world, that doesn't happen. And if you get it, God bless you, that's a bonus in your life. You do things for God because God got you. You help people, you do things, you you maintain it. Jesus himself did not die on that cross for your approval, for your gratitude. He died because he loved you. He died because he knew that the only way to save mankind is by being that sacrifice did he do it and say man if they don't thank me I can't do this if they don't show me gratitude I can't do this he never once in his walk 33 years of life did he say that he says he did say if there's another way father let it be he was kind of uh, uh, apprehensive because he was a man too and he knew what was coming and he just didn't as a man he was like holy cow I'm, I'm gonna have to go through this type of pain that's a man in him went through that but he knew what he had to do. And if he did if he only did it because you were going to give him gratitude for it, that's, that then he wouldn't have done it. It wouldn't have been worth it. He did it because he loved you. He did it because that was the only way without being super religious to get to him. And he, he tore the veil. So, after all, the kingdom of God is not a matter of getting the food and drink one likes. But instead, it is the righteousness, the state of which makes a person acceptable to God, and heart, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So people are going to accept, approve of you because you're a peaceful person. Have you ever a situation where you had two people in a situation and one's more peaceful than the other and one's more caring than the other? You're like, man, I'd rather have this dude with me. At least he has a brain on his shoulder. He's calm. He's collective. This other dude's ranting, Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to want the rat and raven guy. You want the guy who's chill, kickback, works team player, you know, can get along with everybody, you know, someone who's just, who's in it, in it to win it. Then the one who's just, just losing his mind, anger issues, just a radical dude, you can't control that. Pretty much. He who serves Christ in this way is acceptable and pleasing to God And is approved by men There's never been a time Where you're going to sit there And have peace and joy in your life By way of the Holy Spirit And someone is not going to approve of you Why? Because you don't have to speak it To be approved You can be a good person And people are going to be like Man that dude Now you're not going to have that every time Are you going to always have good responses By you being peaceful and joyful No People Misery loves company but more times than not, you're gonna find people who wanna be around someone who's peaceful and joyful than someone who is just losing their cool every five seconds. Or have mental disability and lets that run rapid over their faith. Tell me. I mean, really? So let us then definitely aim for and eagerly pursue what makes for harmony and for mutual upbuilding edification and development of one another. Basically helping everybody get on the same page and being a positive and being joyful and being peaceful. Like I say, love, peace, and accountability, peace. Be peaceful even when everyone is turbulating, because peaceful, people want that peace in their life. They may not say it, they may not live it, but when they get around someone who has it, they're gonna be, they wanna share that peacefulness because misery loves company. Peaceful is God. it it, it really is that really is that simple so I am going to I haven't highlighted the whole thing yet because I have I haven't read I was not in the scripture earlier I have I had some more on other parts of the scripture but this is very very important stuff I like it because this just tells you right here you know people see this is the thing about it and this is what hurts me the most nowadays is a lot of people think radical belief is the way to go like they're gonna come and say all kinds of crazy stuff and be all kinds of of, of vulgar or they it, some people call it holy vulgar or they're very radical and they're like damnation type vulgar um or they're just not gonna take no for an answer um not one time in the gospel did Jesus really do that there's times where he got a little upset there's times that he did say some stuff that was on the more of the anger tip but he didn't he always brought love he always brought peace no matter if everyone wanted to divide he said your peace is inside I don't have to bring everyone together because not everyone's gonna agree you have religious you have Jew and gentile you have religious and non-religious people they're not going to bring peace physically, but they're gonna bring peace inside because the raging fought forces inside you want to continue to disrupt your spirit. And that's why the gut Jesus has to live inside your heart. And then the Holy Spirit encompasses, it's kinda of like this, Jesus is your heart and the Holy Spirit are your veins. Okay, the Holy Spirit is your veins throughout your whole body. Jesus pumps the heart, the Holy Spirit touches every part of your body and helps you get through mechanisms. The mechanism your hands, your feet, your body. And God has this Holy Spirit rocking this the brain, the battlefield of the mind. Okay? So, let's see what else it says here. In the NIV, it says, for. Th- the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Spirit. There you go. The ESV says, "For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, for righteousness, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit." The KJV says this: "For the kingdom of God is not eat meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost." Then NASB says, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, joy, and the Holy Spirit. NLT says, for the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of God, goodness, and peace, and joy, in the Holy Spirit. It says, goodness, not so much guidance, but goodness. That's what the NLT says. The CSB says this, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, joy, in the Holy Spirit. So pretty much the same thing, but different ways of saying it, in other words. Um... We in the Amplified understand that eating the word is reading the word, Holy Spirit is drinking the, the word or drinking the Holy, drinking of the Spirit. Um, but you have to, you have to also understand um, what he's trying to project here. He's trying to project that you have to be in the Spirit. To know the Spirit, and you have to be—you have—in in order for you to see it. Peace and joy will always win over corruption and mayhem. Just takes a little dedication. That's all. So, great word today. I love speaking on this because this talks about the Holy Spirit and how gracious the Holy Spirit is to be able to function inside your spirit. And to be able to help you, comfort you, lead you, guide you, and direct you in the right way. Jesus in your heart is your savior who saves your soul. God is father who judges you. It really pretty much goes down to that. But I want to leave you in this scripture, in this study with... There are too many people in this world... Who... Live... And survive by just living, just existing, making money, food, clothes, shelter, existing bare essentials of life. There are not just bare essentials, there's spiritual essentials too. We you, you by ignoring those spiritual essentials doesn't mean that they go away. It just means that you are dealing with them in a different way. Okay, dealing with them in a different way by either numbing the pain, blocking the pain, getting through the pain your own way. There are many different ways to get through spiritual pain, physical pain. That a little different ballgame. Spiritual, physical, two different things. We think that, oh, well, you know, if my back hurts, I'll take a couple Advil, i feel good. If I'm getting inflammation, I'll take a couple Benadryl. Or allergies, I'll take a couple Zyrtec or Benadryl, whatever the case is. However, whatever you take. Yes, those things are different. That's stuff you you, you can't control. You have allergies, you have certain things in your health that you have to take. Because it helps your body survive. It helps your body try to correct itself. Um, As you get older, that happens. When you deal with spiritual pain, you are feeling a pain that typical medicine can't help. You have depression, you can't take Tylenol. It's not going to do anything for you. You have anxiety, you can't take Advil. It ain't going to do nothing for you. So what do you do? You take narcotics. You take controlled substances. You do other t- forms of, 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 of uh, consumption to numb those pains. And it only lasts for however long that's going to last for it. And then you're back at it again so people become addicts. Because they always want to be in that numbing sensation. They don't have to feel the spiritual pain. Um, and then there's physical pain that leads you to do certain prescription medication that turns you into a dependence so now you have something that numbs your pain physically then then again it takes it also puts you in a deeper hole spiritually because now you can't correct it either way so I urge people to get get on God seek his name Get with Jesus. Oh, I found Jesus. You don't gotta find him. He's not lost. He's waiting for you. The Holy Spirit is waiting for you. He's been here since day numero uno, number one. He's waiting for you to make the decision to let him help you rather than you depend on man made stuff to get you through now i'm not saying doctors are bad because doctors are here for a purpose They're, they're here to help the best way they know how through the books and science that they have but there's no better physician than the lord so no matter what you're going through no matter how difficult it is no matter what type of mental physical or whatever you're dealing with there's no better physician than the lord And He will even guide you to a doctor or to somebody that will help you and aid you in the direction of Him and get you where you need to be. Because without Jesus, I don't know how anyone does it. I mean, even though I was going through my moment of darkness, I still recognized the Lord. I still knew He was there. I convinced myself that I was doing things for Him under the darkness and that could have been right, that could have been wrong. I don't know what that was. All I know is that at, when the Easter came of this year, I knew that I had to make a decision to change things because my life wasn't horrible, but it wasn't fulfilled. And my family was affected and others were affected of those decisions. And when I realized that, I made a decision to change it. Now, yes, I have a, I have a very lengthy ministry past, so it wasn't the lack of knowledge of God, it was uh, it was uh, the, the lack of acceptance of Him. And even someone who's been in the ministry for however long you've been in it, you could have those moments where you just feel lost and feel abandoned because you've, done, you've decided to do something that may or may not have been good for you or for your family or loved ones. It's a decision. It's a gamble that we take because we do not know what happens on the other end. We read, we believe. Our faith is not so much in what we read. Our faith is in our daily life. You live your life and you use the word for life lessons and and proverbs and, and gems in life and knowledge and wisdom. But the real wisdom is living your life and going through what you go through. Dealing with what you're dealing with. And... Watching the Lord do things, He says, "You move in the direction, I'll bless it, I'll take care of it." Does that mean He's going to take care of everything? Yes, it means that. But you also you got to have the faith in God that He's going to do it. It isn't. If he's not. He's not a genie. He don't just make things happen like that. You once you see, once you go through it and you look back at it, you're like, "Hey, God really made something happen." But you got to be willing. You got to have the faith. You got to muster up the faith to be able to do it. It's not easy no one said believing in God having Jesus in your heart and the Holy Spirit guide you is going to be easy' it's a, it's a dedication it's a it's 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 a, it's a it's a it's a responsibility but the advantages of believing in the Lord and having God in your life so outweigh the disadvantages so anyhow I hope this helped you. Remember, the kingdom of God is righteousness, joy, peace, and the Holy Spirit. So we're going to name this just the kingdom of God. Just the kingdom of God. Enjoy the kingdom of God. There is no hate in the kingdom of God. Only love and peace, and accountability. Emails, when you get a chance to, we're always open for an email. 8lu8ok at gmail.com. Check the website out. We're on many different uh, platforms. 8lu8ok.com. So what I do is I use the eights as Bs. So we only spell B, well, it would be B-L-U-B-O-K, but it's actually eights and only spell book of one O so B-L-U-B-O-K so it would be 8LU8OK.com pretty simple understanding email us for questions, comments, prayers always open okay take care of yourself be kind to each other walk in peace, love and accountability okay fear respect God follow Jesus and let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river until next time until next time <laughs> and until next time
1: Fight.
0: Jesus Fight.
1: strong